one of the girls in school came up to me and she's like, hey, you're black and you're eating a banana in public like a monkey. You're a monkey. What's up fam? My name is Ruby V. Thank you so much for checking out yet another episode of the Kingship Podcast. Before we proceed with anything else, I want to tell you that if you're watching this and you haven't subscribed to the Ruby V YouTube channel, you should definitely subscribe right now. There's a problem because according to my stats, a lot more people who haven't subscribed to the channel are watching content that is on here compared to the people who have subscribed to the channel. So go ahead and subscribe right now, right now, right now, right now. If you're listening to the audio, you're catching this on your favorite um, distribution platform. You can find the Kingship Podcast on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Cast Pocket. You can find it literally everywhere so go ahead and get your hands on uh, episodes of the kingship podcast i'm super excited about today's episode because this is somebody that we've been talking about doing an episode of the podcast for the longest time i'm not gonna lie like since last year when covid hit its peak that's when we started having this conversation like yeah we should talk we should talk we should talk but we've never really done anything until now and i'm so 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 glad to have one and only the one and only bananas overdose hi what's up i think we should do like a virtual you know live audience like are you right <laughs> by now right <laughs> What's up, girl? Hi, babe. Finally. I know, right? Finally. time. I'm super excited to be here. I'm, I'm super excited God. to have you here. Yeah, you know what? Before we get into it, yes. I, want, I want to hydrate you a little bit. Okay. <laughs> because I'm thirsty. Uh, girl, let's thirsty. <laughs> Not for under 18s, okay? Shout out to Amor Wines for supporting the Kingship Podcast. You can actually check out the page on Instagram at Amor Wines. There's a number on there if you want like delivery. This is a very nice bottle of Moscato, baby. I'm at your door. Listen, <laughs> listen. You're about to have fun with this, man. I'm at your door. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to have fun with this. Alright, here we go. Cheers, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Ruby, looking gorgeous too. You too, girl. I had to match it. Had to. Mmm. Mm-mm. Mmm. Well. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's start. Tell me a little bit about BOD. Well, BOD is bananas overdose, obviously. So um, uh, I'm a Somali mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I started my musical career about two years ago, mm-hmm. around 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I can surely tell you that Kenya has sparked that in me. Yeah. Walking into Kenya for vacation yeah. made me want to be an artist. Ooh, <laughs> we got it like that. <laughs> you guys got it like that. No joke. Dude, I'm not going to play that. I was just about to ask, like, what is a Somali doing in Kenya? But then, you know, you clarify that. It's cool. It's cool. How's the music thing going so far? 
Uh, first of all, let me tell you that I've never been disappointed with following something mm-hmm. ever in my life. So basically, music has Confident. been a part of my life for the longest. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like pursuing it as a career, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not sure, but let me go for it because I don't have anything to lose right now. Mm-hmm. But I have no regrets mm-hmm. because it's been getting better and better and better and better. I've seen you, you performing know? at a couple shows. I, Listen, know, right? I always want to put I up to your shows. You said it. How is the reception so far? So far, it's lovely. I have Kenyan fans oh, rocking with you. you. Listen, yeah. claim me, please. Yeah, claim me. <laughs> claim me. Take your me. Your hours. Your hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. So so far it's been great, honestly. Yeah. Uh I've managed to raise followers and managed to perform in a, like a couple of the biggest stages here mm-hmm. in Nairobi mm-hmm. and I'm so honored, you know? Dope. Like I couldn't see myself doing this or starting this whole journey any other place than Kenya. It's all love. It's all love. I swear. You better play yeah. Kenyan music if right. you don't play Kenyan music. You heard heard mm-hmm. so tell me where did you get the name um bananas overdose what inspired that well it's it's a bit of a funny story mm-hmm. i told this like i told this story to one of my sisters mm-hmm. like a month ago because she didn't really know where the name came from and mm-hmm. she just she was cracking okay. she fell on the floor and she was laughing tell me it's not that funny though she's just a cold ass bitch <laughs> <laughs> so anyways i grew up in the middle east mm-hmm. and um, i was like one out of three black girls in school mm-hmm. And uh, it's and, and and me coming from a Somali background, my mom used to pack me a juice box, mm-hmm. a sandwich, mm-hmm. and a banana to school. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah? okay. So then I I used to take that to school, and yeah, I eat my sandwich, I drink my juice, and then I peel my banana and eat it for dessert, right? Mm-hmm. So now, um, one day I was minding my business, mm-hmm. peeling my banana and eating it. Mm-hmm. One of the girls in school came up to me. She's like, "Hey." You're black and you're eating a banana in public like a monkey. You're a Whoa. monkey. So I was, what, seven years old at the time. Whoa. And I was like, what? What is she talking about? Mm. So, like, that was a shock to me. Like, at first, what, am I black? I never even knew if I was black, white, if there's, like, a whole difference between mm. colors. So that's the first time I got a reality check when it comes to race and color. So, yeah, that kind of made me never want to take a banana to school. Mm. So I used to, my mom used to pack me the banana. Yeah, my mom used to pack me the banana and I used to just pack them in the bag. Like by the end of the week, my mom would find five nasty ass bananas between my books. Oh my goodness. It was that terrible. So then my mom got the message at some point. But anyways, life moved on. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of my traumas. But life moved on. But the day I decided to become an artist, I'm like, I need to come up with something that talks to me, you know, something that 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 like that's that represents me and whatever i like i've been through whatever i'm healing from and da, da, da. so basically that's what i did i was like bananas overdose because guess what all these years i've been so scared to eat bananas in public because of a little bitch calling me a monkey mm-hmm. do you get me mm-hmm. so yeah basically i got bananas overdose and i love bananas too you know so, me yeah. too girl so i'm somali babe i'm, I'm, I'm on it wait, wait, wait when, when when you say um you're a somali babe who loves bananas or like that was the lunch that you used to get um going to school is like bananas like staple food over there or like one of the, the bananas is- in the somali community are a side dish with any dish you eat okay you get me okay. like you if you go to a somali household and they're serving you food best believe a banana somewhere there in the middle 
It's like yeah. the main almost. Let the pilau be slapping with it. Yeah, yeah. You tried it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The pilau be slapping with it. Basically. So, yeah. so, so tell me, like, I, I'm thinking at seven years old, this is your first racist experience, Basically, right? Yeah, and and first. you're gonna get a couple other racist experiences, Basically, like yeah, you know. So tell me, like, mm. after that, which seems to be a standout time, right? Mm. That obviously shaped some, you know, your art, some of your artistry, like the name and everything. Mm. Do you have any other standout time that you know that you faced a very racist experience and you were just like, nah, man? Girl, I can go on and on about this. As I said, mm. I grew up in the Middle East mm-hmm. and I'm black mm-hmm. there. Do you hear me? So there's so many stories. Like, I can, like... I don't even want it. Like I don't know where to start. I know, I know, Literally, I know. Middle East. I know. Let's, let, let's 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 <laughs> talk about this this little experience then. So so now you've discovered that you're black. Then, then what happens? And then I was just shocked. You know, I, I like we. I grew up in a household where we were not really able as a as any other African household. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were not able to express ourselves and go back home. If whatever we go through in school, take it back to our parents. Yeah. Be like, why did this happen to me? Why? Yeah. yeah. Nobody's gonna explain. They just tell you, go pray about it. Yeah. You know? The Lord said. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord said. It's fate. Yeah. Just deal with it. Yeah. No question. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I never really asked, but like, it made me feel a way. Mm. And maybe that's how. That's why I grew up all my life thinking that I'm not really fitting because I have questions. I've always asked questions that would put me in trouble mm-hmm. as a as a as a as a Somali, mm-hmm. as a Muslim, you know? They would put me in trouble, like questions about religion, you know? But yeah, anyways, it is what it is at the end of the day. Questions to who? Wait, hold on, to your folks? Yes, to my I, parents. I feel like every parent is just like, yo, <laughs> you cannot. Yeah, like do you don't mean? do that. <laughs> yeah. You might be fifty, but they're like, Mm-mm, why are you Basically, asking me that? Yeah, yeah I feel Basically. you. I feel you on that. Yeah, but it's all love. Like yeah. it'll just it'll shape me the way I am today. The resilient, bold, outspoken. Somali lady. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bold, <laughs> girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> woo, social media. I mean, you're yeah. one person who's never shy, right? You will always say what you think. Yeah. Um, you will call out anything and everything as you deem fit. And I, I'm thinking now in Somali culture and also as a Muslim girl, it's like, shh. You shouldn't be out here talking about stuff like that. How do you think, like, you know, not even how do you think, how is the Somali community, you know, messing with you? Are they are they talking to you? Are you getting hate? Like, hey, what, what's ooh, going on? What types of smoke? Well, guess what? I don't entertain smoke. Smoke makes me go even more excited about whatever I'm doing. Because yeah. Why would someone come for me? Yeah. Why would someone try to put me down? Why would yeah. someone try to break me? Mm-hmm. Because I'm just doing my own thing. Mm. You know, I'm hitting a nerve. Mm. <laughs> so there. So yeah, I mean, it's it all started with the with the F boy father song. Yes. So, but I was just I was just gonna get into <laughs> it. Like Mali dudes are just out here looking at you like, what's wrong? With they're this hating. Girl? Ooh, they're mad. But guess what? One thing I'm super happy about mm. is. My Somali women are supportive. It seems to be They're an anthem. Playing. Yeah, it became almost an anthem. Yeah. The track was trending on TikTok for six months. Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> Do you get me? Like, Duh. and it's the first Somali freestyle I just wrote, and I, and I released it just to get a reaction, just yeah. to see. 
you know, test the waters, you know. See, see and I'm like, hey, next thing you know, the whole thing. I see a bunch of videos, like guys vibing with the song. Sometimes I'm even like, is this real? Like this song cannot be this popular. Yeah, women are tied everywhere. There's much more coming. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I have an EP worth of tracks mm-hmm. that are so similar to Fuck Me Fada. Addressing a couple of other things and hitting other nerves. Wait, wait, <laughs> hold on. What, t- tell me about this EP. So the EP has a few other tracks. So mm-hmm. Fuck Boy Farah, F Boy Farah, mm-hmm. was a track that talks to misogynistic, sexist men, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As if like we're tired of you. You're getting away with a lot, mm-hmm. and we have so much to lose at this point, but you guys don't. So we're checking them. Mm-hmm. It's just a check. Like listen, we have our eyes on you now. We see through your bullshit. Yeah. But the rest of the tracks, like one of them, for example, is about the silenced rape culture mm-hmm. in the East African community. And I would say Somali community as well, mostly, you know? African community, African maybe? African community, yeah. also, also, you know what? Well, yeah. Probably, I, I just have all my eyes yeah. on this community. Because this is where we're, we're around. Mm-hmm. But I think in, in Africa, probably we don't speak yeah, about yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Not really, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's so true, by the way. So I have one track about that. I have another track that talks about expressing your sexuality as okay. a woman, okay. as an East African woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah. that's one. And there's another one that's just for TikTok. I tell you that. Oh, uh, wait, <laughs> do you, you just have a TikTok anthem yeah. sitting yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's TikTok. <laughs> okay. okay. What do you have the name of this EP? It's wait, you to... said you have a you have a an EP worth of tracks, right? Mm. So like it is it ready? It's ready. I'm just sitting on it. <laughs> give, give, yeah. give, give me more juice. Give me more juice. So, what do you think you want to drop this EP? Do you honestly, have a name? Do you have um, features? I probably have a name. Okay. And it's called... So you know how the whole movement started of Farah and Halima. Mm-hmm. Halima is a typical Somali girl's name. Mm-hmm. Farah is a typical Somali guy's name. Mm-hmm. So the name of the EP is going to be Conscience Halima. Okay. Emancipated. Okay. 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 Yeah, I'm basically. with it. I'm with it. So, yeah. What inspires you know all these topics um, that you deal with? Is, mm. is, is, is sexuality? Is the rape culture? Mm. Is maybe a little bit of, of you know the hush hush that we have mm. in in like Somali culture? I'd say in African culture mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm. Where where are all these messages coming from? Are there experiences that are shaping this? Yeah, of course. They're all experiences. I'm not even speaking about nothing that I haven't experienced. From an uncle, from, you know, like all the males in the family, just having all the privilege, you know? Mistreating women. Yeah. I'm not, also, I'm not generalizing. There are good men out there. Definitely. There are my beautiful farahs out there. I mean, Mwah. if you're out there, okay. drop your number below. And I'm a <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm not generalizing at all. Yeah. It's just, there is a number of them. Mm. The ones that got the ones that got threatened mm-hmm. by the track. Mm-hmm. That, that's how it's like a fuckboy by the track. The track. Mm. If you get upset and feel some type of way about it, that means you want to. You're, you're somewhere in there, you know. Accommodate you. You may not have. I feel like with 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 fellas, they get mad because it's like, oh, you're generalizing. But it's like no, not you may not have done that thing, but maybe you were in the area that somebody else was doing and the you thing. You were quiet at. about exactly. it. Exactly. So that yeah. also still makes you one. So it's time to speak up and to speaking up is not only for women, it's yeah. also men. Yeah. Check your friends as a man. Mm-hmm. When you see them in the wrong, exactly. check them. Just check them. Exactly. Don't be quiet. And that's yeah. it basically. True. So yeah. Yo, can't wait to to, to, <laughs> to hear this EP. I think exclusive listen or something. 
we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah we can, we can do a little listening party, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's a record out that's called "I Am Who I Am." I think that's what followed the the F Boy Fada, right? Uh, Was it? Um, I I want to say yes. Mm, I, mean, I feel like that's the one that, that you promoted it. heavily. Mm, fuck boy Fada. After then, I am who Basically, I am. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I promoted it heavily, and there's a music video to the track. Mm-hmm. The song talks about uh, it. It speaks for anyone that's ever encountered um, discrimination, and I'm speaking for uh, religion, race, gender, sexual orientation. You know, preferences, whatever. You know, so like it's it feels like a global track because it's I am who I am, and no, we're not the same. Let me live. I let you live. Mm-hmm. It's all love. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically. When is this video gonna drop? Cause you know I just seen the video. You know what? Now because I've seen the video. So yeah. By the way, she got an exclusive. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got I, we'll, ex- we'll see if we can get like a ten second clip for you before it drops. Talk to me now. Nice. I'm gonna talk to her. And see. <laughs> <laughs> so who directed who directed the video? I saw so, the audio was produced by Nelson Cryptic. Nelson. That's my that's what that's my guy. Do you know him? Yeah. He's my favorite guy in the city. Oh what? No joke. Nelson is talented. Honestly, I've never yeah. worked with someone better than that guy. He's talented. But anyways, shout out Nelson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, I worked with a video director that's called Omazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, this chick is super talented and funny enough. Oh, it's like, a shorty. Yeah, it's a chick. Okay. And yeah, that's, what, that's why I'm here for it. I'm like, I'm trying to work with females out here. Same. Because, Same. you know, Same. we have to just push ourselves out mm-hmm. there. You know, women are already taking over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even Loki's high peak. They say the future is female. I, I'm saying like the now is female. Uh, ahun. Yeah. That's an Amari. Ahun. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So basically, um, uh, yeah, I worked the video. With, her name is Omazi. Mm-hmm. Shout out Omazi, honestly. Like we found each other randomly mm-hmm. through a random person I met. And we just decided to work together within a week. We, we got everything. Like, we started just working together. And I had a vision. She brought it to life. Dope. With the whole team. So that was amazing. You Dope. know? Amazing, man. Like, how, do you, how, do you, how do you think this, the Somali community is going to take this? Listen, honestly, me no care. <laughs> <laughs> me no care. Wallahi. Because, you know. It is what I it say, is. Me no care. Yeah. Wallahi. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't. Babe. At this point, I can't back down because... I have a vision mm. and I, I have a calling mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna live for people I'm gonna live for myself mm-hmm. and when I die I'm gonna be buried alone mm-hmm. so why not mm-hmm. I'm only living once or some people say that you reincarnate and come back if you don't fulfill your purpose I'm trying to fulfill my purpose this lifetime yeah that's you it you trying to do this <laughs> shit twice no 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 I'm good <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm alright. I'll pass on that oh, one. Yeah, yeah. So we're going all the way in head first. Yeah. Just following our kids. Where, where, where are you getting the, the inspo or, or the courage, the balls to actually be out here? You, you're in the rap game, first of all. Rap is already difficult, already as a genre hip-hop, let's say. And then you're a woman in the rap game. That's another, that's another thing. And then you're a Somali Muslim. Women in the rap game. Where you getting all these, like you know, all this power, all these balls to just be like, you know what? I'm gonna speak my truth. I can only say that I was raised by a queen. Shout out! And she gave me, yeah, she gave me everything I need. You get me? Mm -hmm. 
to be resilient, to be strong, to stand tall, to get to have nothing get in my way. Honestly, I could I could just give my mom that shout out. Yeah. You know? Shout out to her. Yeah, all love. Oh shit, that was so cute. No. <laughs> Wait, no. what about what about your pops? Is is he in the picture? I mean my pops is kind of in and out of the picture. Okay. But we're cool. We're okay. cool. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. He is in the picture, let me not lie. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> like child be gangster, and then he sees this video like, oh, what's she talking <laughs> about? <laughs> in and out, in and out. What are you talking you know? about, but girl? I, I'm a mommy's girl, yeah. you know? I could say that, definitely. Yeah, say so it. it's all love. It's all love. So far, so good. Okay. You know? Yeah. I have support from my immediate family, mm-hmm. and that's all I care about. That's know? that's another thing. Because yeah. a lot of people get into the game, and it's like, okay, I don't I don't want to get into the game, or I can't do everything because my mom and my dad and like the whole family is just like, nah, mm. man, that's not Seriously, working. I'm not going to be worried about no uncles, no aunties. They can run their mouths because that's their job. Mm-hmm. Run their mouth. <laughs> So yeah, there basically. Okay. That's, yeah. that's dope. I love that. That's dope. So tell me about your experience as a woman in the in the rap game. Hmm, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. So far, maybe because I'm so fresh, mm. I'm enjoying it. Wait, so fresh? You said you said first you you came to Kenya for vacation and then it inspired the music to come out. Yes. Yeah, so how I long left, ago was this? This was in 2018. Okay, I came uh-huh. on a vacay. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to stay for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I ended up staying for an entire month. Ooh. And then I was like, uh oh, <laughs> I took a break from work. Mm-hmm. I need to get back. Mm-hmm. You get me? Mm-hmm. So I went back home. Mm-hmm. And uh, all I was trying to do is just plot around how am I gonna go to Kenya often mm-hmm. so I can just get my creativity inspiration. Mm-hmm. I get my creativity inspiration in this country. Mm-hmm. So this is where I feel like I I'm inspired to write. Well, wait, what oh. inspires you in this Nairobi? Because you know, no, after, after know. being a Nairobi resident, it is like you know what, same, oh, same, oh. I don't know, but I so like compared to everywhere I've been, mm. especially the Middle East. I've been all around the Middle East. Mm. Um, so um, compared to where I've been, I could see that people here express themselves artistically, creatively more, more. Okay. To get me, okay. people are free to do, to dress the way they want without feeling judged, mm-hmm. to talk the way they want without feeling judged, you know. Mm-hmm. And no one would look at you funny mm-hmm. for looking odd, you know, or different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's one of the things, honestly. I mean, you live in the good side of Nairobi <laughs> because <laughs> because a couple months ago you know what was not even months like maybe two years back mm. guys were getting stripped because like I've heard about that exactly. by the way I mean yeah. you, you talk about it I'm like what is she talking about <laughs> See, that's my experience let me just limit that to my experience say if you live in the better part of Nairobi <laughs> That is what is happening in my side of town. Yeah, was good. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to take a short commercial break, fam. Do not touch that dial. Yes, you can only touch that dial to subscribe to the channel and then get back here as we have a conversation with BOD. We're going to flip it. We've been having so much fun on this first part <laughs> of the interview. Now we're going to get into, you know, the real life shit in the next segment. So stay tuned. Welcome back to this episode of the Kingship Podcast. Massive shout out to you for checking this out. Again, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do that. Because, you know, it's good for me and it's good for the Rudy channel. I believe that we're having a lot of dope conversations on the podcast. So, you know, 
if you do this, a lot more people are going to be able to check out these episodes and maybe, you know, benefit from the conversations that we're having. Shout out to Amor Wines, of course, for keeping us hydrated always. You can check out the Instagram page and uh, there's a number on there if you want delivery. It's only 850 shillings, so go ahead and order it right now. It's good, right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's good wine. Um, um, uh, why are you spilling? <laughs> Too soon. But yeah. <laughs> BOD part two of the podcast of the Kenship Podcast. Of course, now we're about to get into that real shit that I see you talking about online. Mm. Sexuality and sex and mm. you know, I've just seen you mm. on the gram. I'm like, mm. girl. I mean Hold on. Hold on. Tell me. So, I mean, you know how it's such a taboo topic for women, or African women in general, to just know what they want in sex, to express their sexuality, to, yeah. to, to literally just speak on it, yeah. you know, yeah. beyond the bedroom, you know? So, that's annoying. And you could also, like, I have a lot of female friends, mm-hmm. and we have conversations, mm-hmm. and these girls aren't satisfied, okay? Mm-hmm. And some of them, <laughs> I like your face. <laughs> like, mm, it's not working. And some of them don't even have, like, they can't even speak on it mm. because they're ashamed. Mm-hmm. Some of them have the fear of, uh, for example, thinking uh, maybe if I tell him mm-hmm. how I want it, he's gonna call me a hoe mm-hmm. or think I'm a hoe because mm-hmm. he's gonna ask me how many guys I've done this with. Come on now. How long are we gonna be quiet for? Yeah. These men are getting their nuts left, I, right, and center. Bro, <laughs> blink and it's no, done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fole, <laughs> fole. No. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So, anyways, um, speaking on it, mm-hmm. listen, first of all, I advocate for a woman to get in touch with her sexuality. Leave a man alone at this point. Mm-hmm. Know what you want, mm-hmm. embrace your body. See yourself, mm-hmm. see what turns you on, see what doesn't turn you on, see what you go with, see what you don't go with, mm-hmm. and then from there we go. Our sexuality has nothing to do with men. Mm-hmm. Do you know about right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically that's all I advocate for. You gotta you gotta know your spots. Yes. Yourself. Yes, and then and then and then you would hear some girls saying I don't know if I can talk about this. Wait. <laughs> now that we're here, let's just do it. Okay. Lay it so on me. Let's talk about mm-hmm. I've never touched myself before. Ooh. Masturbated before. What do you mean? Ooh. This is your body. Girl, I didn't know we were going this direction. But <laughs> that way. Well, damn. No filter, we said. No filter. We can do two that now part. That, now <laughs> that we're here, shit, let's go then. <laughs> we can do two that part. <laughs> let's beep it. No, <laughs> we're having a conversation on the podcast. I think we can talk about it. Well, there, babe. Like yeah. it's just the fact that leave a man alone. Mm-hmm. Know what you like. Then a man will come. Yeah. And then later on, you could get your nuts too. Damn. Damn, you deserve nuts. <laughs> I swear, our nuts matter. <laughs> like, dang, girl, you killing me. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag female nuts matter. <laughs> Wait till I start that. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. So this this whole conversation is inspired by like some of the conversations you have with your girlfriends. 
definitely. Yeah. Together. And I think a lot, obviously, when you speak about it on the internet, I'm pretty sure there's women who are like, me too, girl. I just can't say it out A lot of women like, come out to me. You know, and I appreciate that so much. I'm so honored yeah. to be able to sparks. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I was about to say something. Wait, you can't take me anyway. Listen. You can't put me in front of the camera. Let's go. <laughs> Give it to me. Like sometimes, like, bringing a freak out of a little cute girl, you know? Oh, and, like, a lot of times, like, yeah, women, they, they come and talk to me. And, like, but I feel like the time women started speaking to me, mm-hmm. like, strangers mm-hmm. I've never met before, was when I released that FGM track. Yeah. That's when I started getting... Let's like, talk about stories, it. Stories. Let's know? talk about it. Yeah. So you had this FGM track that you were pushing, and you had like a GoFundMe account, right? Yeah. To like push it further yeah. and do this thing on a large scale. So before we get into that track, I want to you know backtrack a little bit and and tell me like what sparked your interest in FGM in the first place. I know you've talked about it and you've said like yeah. it's something that you've gone through. Yeah. Um, the the courage to talk about it. Mm. We've we've talked about these factors. Yeah. Somali, you're mm. a woman, you're a Muslim. Ooh. It's like why all the odds are Exa- about to are, stab me in the exactly. back. Exactly. <laughs> so tell me, tell me how how yeah. do you get there? How do you get to the point where you're like you know what I'm gonna talk about this? So I think. It all started with uh, when I experienced FGM, which is female genital mutilation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I didn't look at it as a bad thing. For the longest time of my life, I thought it was a normal procedure. Mm-hmm. So you can grow into a woman. Mm-hmm. Again. Mm-hmm. So that's how I grew up. Uh, with time, like let's say the past what, five years, mm-hmm. you know, when I was 20, I realized that uh, this thing is done, but it's it doesn't have any benefits. It actually takes away more exactly. of a woman yeah. than it, it's beneficial. Mm-hmm. And I had to like I learned it by visiting one of my aunties mm-hmm. in the village mm-hmm. in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to I was hanging out with one of my cousins, and we were taking a walk. Mm-hmm. And okay, this might be a little graphic, but anyways, she told me. Long story short, she told me how. She was also went to FGM, but her type was different from my type. What happened what to her was different from what I what happened to me. So FGM has four types. Okay. There's type one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Type one is not that aggressive. It's not that messed up. Mm-hmm. You get me? Which mm-hmm. was what what was done to me, mm-hmm. where they kind of modify a little here and there. Mm-hmm. They play they basically, mm-hmm. and you know that's type one. Mm-hmm. And type four now is where they remove the whole entire clitoris. And they sew everything in together. No. And they make a hole for the period. I'm sorry to be this graphic. But I feel like the world needs to know, you know? Yeah. So I discovered that my cousin went through that. No and I thought way. it was all the same thing. So I'm like, I'm out here thinking I look okay down there. Because, and I've been through FDM. Little did I know that there are types to it. Depending on where you are. That's crazy. So when I discovered all of that. That's when it started hitting me that it's wrong. There's no benefits to it. I started researching about it, knowing where it originated from, where it comes from. Why do they do it? And the information that I discovered got me into depression. It was terrible. So I decided to just also check out women that came out about their experiences. And I could tell we all are survivors, but some are worse than others. Some are had it better than others. Again, some had to get surgery, some could never have kids, you know, because of that. So, 
what I just realized is that why not write a song about this, you know? I remember a friend of mine actually gave me this idea. She's like, talk about your community instead of talking about like general topics. Focus on your community. You already have the talent, just do it with your community. And FDM was the first thing that came to my mind. I did my research, I wrote the song. When I wrote the song and recorded it and, and got done with it, I won't lie to you, I felt like my, my entire experience came back to me. Something I forgot about. That was something you like when I was like six years old. What? It came back to me. Six years? Six years old. So it came back to me and it was shocking. Like, and I started thinking for everyone else. There's so many people who go through this. And it's not even in the Somali community. This is all over the world. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Like, I just wanted to speak for this. And, uh, yeah. I actually did it for a competition as well. There was a competition that's called... Uh, uh, like... Like our children mm-hmm. voiceless children okay. you speak for voiceless children so like I saw it online I applied for it and I wrote the song and I put the song out there I actually happened to be one of the first top 50 out of 5,000 people Ooh. globally so Ooh, yeah that's crazy so yeah that also that sparked it yeah but honestly I didn't even think what I was doing until I got the reception I got the reception and all these women coming up to me telling me, listen, I even found out that there are some girls that go through FGM mm-hmm. more than once in their lives. What? Yes. I wish I, was, I wish I was making this up. What? Somebody came up to me about this. How? It was her own experience. It happened to her. And a while later, she grew up and her mom thought maybe she needs another one because, you know, because... And it was the mother. So also, this is one thing that that's really sickening. Like mothers that that have been through mm-hmm. FGM put their girls through FGM unless they now get their conscience back. Do you get me? So traumatized people, traumatized people. Hurt people, hurt people. Well, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's it. So we have to put an end to this. That's why I released the track. You know, it's heavy. So at six, at six years old, right? Mm-hmm. When do you have this conversation with your cousin and then get to find out there's actually levels to this? Five years ago. Whoa. Just five years ago. Literally. Mm. So your whole so life. from six to 20. It was 25 years ago. So um, that's when I realized. Imagine all my life, I was okay and I mm. was fine. And there's mm-hmm. nothing I was complaining about. Thank mm-hmm. God. You know, I was okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm all right. And I just didn't know that it was that evil. It's it's a method that was used by in like uh, slavers mm-hmm. in in uh, East Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, slavers that were selling slaves to the Middle mm-hmm. East. Mm-hmm. They used to like cut women and and do all of this and and uh, circumcise them. That's another yeah. word for it. So they would not have children. So they would sell dearer. Imagine they would sell more expensive because they will work for a long time and they won't get pregnant. Yeah, there's no leave. Imagine. None of that. That's where it came from. So wait, why is the Somali culture like still holding on to it? That's, please, I don't know. 
now they're they're it's a part of the culture i mean it, it happens here in kenya as well like yeah. there's some tribes mm. that still um do that but then mm. it, it it beats the point because mm. usually they say they're trying to make you not sexually active or like not sexually active so you're more submissive to a man <coughs> one which your husband who's supposed to way, own your vagina for the also, rest of your life that's or one thing i'm learning babe yeah us having our vaginas is our power it's mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. what's between our legs is so much power that when you come and mutilate it you're taking away my power yeah it's it's another way of interpreting it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so yeah man. so now you have this conversation and you've mentioned that you know obviously things take a toll on you and you're mm-hmm. you're depressed right so for an entire week uh-huh. i was going through it i wasn't okay i didn't want to eat i didn't want to sleep well I was having nightmares whenever I took a small nap. Um, I was unhappy. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I I was oversensitive. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to see anybody for an entire week. Just because I wrote the track and I heard it. Mm. Because I put so many so much emotions into it from all the documentaries I was watching, from all the TED Talks, from all the research I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I put the pain of almost everyone women that was cut into that track and i didn't know how overwhelming it would be until i finished recording it at home you know so yeah so then how do you get out of that situation i mean i can imagine like <clears throat> the mutilation obviously first of all it messes up your hair right mm-hmm. and then next obviously it fucks up your sex life mm-hmm. like it definitely has to affect it so now, in a way and the to the types my whatever that was done to me did not affect my sex okay. life if anything it made it even better i what? have no idea Girl. you know like, i don't know like, I t- but yeah but that's that's one thing but mm-hmm. no there's types to it what was done to me was not that brutal mm-hmm. even though the whole concept of it is brutal mm-hmm. do you get me mm-hmm. i'm all right that's why i keep saying i'm okay like this but i'm just speaking for the ones who were dealt the wrong cards mm-hmm. it's all a wrong card anyways mm-hmm. do you get me mm-hmm. But what was done to me was not the fucked up. Do you get it? Mm. So you could actually even research this. What I researched, I, I, I almost lost my mind from the shock. Mm. And it's all on the internet. Mm-hmm. And FTM needs to stop. Come on, we're in 2021. Yeah, like, what's going on? Like, what are you trying to do to your kids? Trauma on top of trauma on top of trauma. Come on. We've been inheriting trauma for the longest at this point. Mm-hmm. So let's just chill on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's all love at the end of the day. I don't even know how I bounce back from it, but I'm not the type of person that stays low for a long time. Mm. You know, so I allowed myself to go How do you do that? Because one thing that I do love to talk about is mental health. Because mm. I feel like a lot of people see my Insta stories and mm. they're like, "Oh my god, energy all the time." I'm like, "Really? Mm. Mm. I was hungover or like <laughs> I was actually really sad in that clip that you're talking about. How do you you know keep your spirits up there's a lot of experiences that you've gone through mm. like yeah. from childhood up mm. until this point well i would say that fake it till you make it <laughs> so Slow it's all smiles and fun and love because babe it's what you become what you choose to become you come, you become what you are right now how you're feeling right now so i'm i just keep my head up i journal a lot and i write like my my entire place is full of affirmations left right and center so i'm just talking to myself all the time mm. positively and i recently learned how to 
not speak negative to myself and even if i have one negative thought mm-hmm. replace it right away with something positive mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you are what you think mm-hmm. what you think today you become in five years so even if you're feeling low just know that the sun will shine even if it's stormy right now yeah it's not gonna stay stormy mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's not always sunny as well mm-hmm. but just take away embrace every moment allow it don't deny it don't like try to numb it with whatever don't you know? play it yeah, you know yeah shove it in the back of your head it's, that, gonna, it's yeah. gonna come out and a lot of people um i would say this to a lot of people i mean i'm sure everyone can almost relate to this which is basically a lot of people try to numb the pain with alcohol drugs all of that but that's just a temporary numbness temporary embrace pain. the pain and take something from it Move. pain demands to be felt they say yeah you gotta you gotta exactly. feel it yes you can't pile this up mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what next will be od one of what are we what are we looking for in the near future we talked about the i am who i am Bye. video mm. that's gonna be dropping mm-hmm. we yes. still have you know a couple a couple months before the year ends mm. so what's up so i mean honestly what i need for a fact in my life mm-hmm is because I'm an independent artist. Mm-hmm. I'm not signed to no label. Mm-hmm. I'm freestyling everything I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just out here researching and mm-hmm. I worked in social media and digital marketing for the longest. So that's my profession and that's my background. Okay. So I've been just applying everything I've learned from experience and from education on my brand. But I feel like I need a manager in my life. <laughs> Probably that's Girl. that just needs to happen very yeah. so I need a manager in my life. Mm. But I have so much planned and it's mud. Mm. Yeah, so I'm working on this EP. Mm. Actually it's it's done, but I just need to go about it. Mm. Uh but at some point gradually an album, you know, is coming. Yeah. I have a few tracks already. Already? Yeah. Wait, you haven't even released the EP and you're already making records for the album. Babe, like it's just I follow my heart. I follow my heart. Whatever I want to write, whatever, whatever I want to record, then I have a home studio. Okay. So I could be recording at four in the morning. You record yourself. Yeah. Do you know how to produce? I mean, I record myself. Mm-hmm. I have a basic home studio. Okay. So uh, I write and record myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I when I'm ready, when the track is ready, I go to a professional sound engineer like Nelson. You're talking about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Nelson hooks me up. Yo, Nelson, I'm gonna need my check. <laughs> <laughs> They've dropped him so much. I know, right? But yeah, he's talented though. Go check yeah. out Nelson. Take if you haven't. Perfect. Yeah, yeah man. So, girl, mm. thank you so much for doing this. I thank hope you. to have you back again thank and you, again man. and again thank and you. again. Yeah, I'll be and right back. We can, I'll we get we can, to go. <laughs> ding dong. Holla at you, girl. Listen, yeah. where can people find you on social media? Where can people get your music? Mm. So, my music is everywhere. All you have to do is remember this name. It's not difficult to remember. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bananas overdose, not one banana. Bananas overdose. And I have my own website. You can even go to www.bananasoverdose.com and you can find me everywhere. Social media, streaming platforms and everywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's it. More music coming. Mm-hmm. Get with it. Ah. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. go. You know what? Let's let's just wrap this up. I've been sipping Cheers. my Thanks for having it's me. Time for you to sip. Thanks, okay. thanks, thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for ha- for coming through and you know mm. being such a blast and a vibe. I think this is one episode that I've really laughed the most. Yeah, I love it. I'm here for it. It's all love, babe, and laughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
All right, thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Kingship Podcast. I hope this conversation has convinced you to subscribe to the Ruby V YouTube channel. Go ahead and just subscribe. If you have enjoyed this conversation, drop me a comment. Tell me what you enjoyed. We've talked about music. We've talked about our childhood experience. A little bit of it. Not, not too much. Just a little bit of it. Um, we've talked about, you know, sex and all of that. Risque stuff. Hold up. Uh, she, she, she threw me off. But <laughs> we did it. We did it. So I hope any of these topics that we've discussed on the podcast today have encourage you to subscribe to the Ruby V channel if you haven't. Um, drop me a like if you've enjoyed this conversation. Drop me a comment. Let me know what you've enjoyed. If you have something that you want to discuss, you know, let's get it going in the comment section. And sharing is caring. Why is Shorty laughing? Oh, I just, I just, I remember the hashtag we talked about. Oh. <laughs> Women not smarter. Women not smarter. <laughs> I hope they don't put this in their way. Sharing is caring, so make sure that you go ahead and share this uh, podcast with your homies. I'm pretty sure if you enjoyed it, they will too. So let's get it going. If you're getting this um, on your favorite distribution platform, of course, you can also share that as well. Um, at the Kingship Podcast is where we are at on Instagram. So go ahead and show us some love. And uh, massive shout out to you for checking this out. I'm going to catch you on the next episode. My name is Ruby V. Peace.